Hey everybody, it's Sunday, May 21st, 2023, and this is Let's Talk Racing Live. My name is Melinda Russell, and my co-host here is Brett Timmerman. Say hello, Brett. Hey, how's it going, everybody? It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. You know, Brett kind of comes and goes, and so that's all right, because he's a busy guy, and uh, we let him do that, and anytime <laughs> he can join us, we're more than thrilled because I, we were just talking about gnats and now there's one flying around. My head. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. So um, I am still in Phoenix, Arizona. The temperature today was in the mid nineties. The sun is out. It's beautiful. Um, I don't even look at the temperature in Michigan while I'm here because I don't care. I just know that I'm enjoying sunshine and warm temperatures, but I'm headed back to Michigan tomorrow uh, for the rest of the summer, I've been out here visiting my daughter and daughters and grandchildren. And so I'm headed home tomorrow. And then Brett's in Iowa and Laney's in Colorado. So it's kind of amazing, really, when we think about it, that we can be so far apart from each other. And yet we can get on together and have this show and be able to talk about something we all love, which is racing. So sure. we're going to start, Laney, with you. And what we want to know first is, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you live? How old are you? Do you go to school? Your family? Anything that you're willing to share so that people know a little more about you. Okay, so my name is Lainey Marie Bellum, and I am from Broomfield, Colorado. And I am 18 years old, and I just graduated high school, like, last week. So that is awesome. Um, and I've been racing ever since I was about eight or nine and got into it from my dad because he is the promoter here at two of the tracks. Okay. And what tracks are those? That is El Paso County in Callahan, Colorado and PR Phillips County and Holyoke, Colorado. Okay. So we want to give dad a plug, don't we, for sure. And then you also have a sister that races. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. Her name is Peyton Bellum. And is she older or younger than you? She is older. She's okay. 20, 23, sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, anything else you want to tell us about yourself that's personal, or should we get right into the racing? I think let's just get right into it. <laughs> okay. Um, why don't you start by, I know you said you were young when you started. Why don't you get us, just start telling us your story. How old were you when you started? How did you get started? You know, who encouraged you to start racing? And if Brett has any questions, I'm going to let him jump in and ask. All right. So I started racing. So I was in dirt bikes, go-karts, four-wheelers all my life. Started racing uh, mini mods. They're just basically a go-kart um i started that about eight years old old and um that is what really started dirt racing for me and then i went up to a hobby stock i'm a hobby stock when i was 14 and then um just last year i got into the stock so i've been stock car racing for about two seasons and um what really got me into it was of course my dad so i've been around racing dirt racing my whole entire life um helping my dad at the tracks helping him promote and um just being behind the scenes obviously watching him he was uh, a goat his whole life so it was amazing watching him and just being wanting to be like him and do what he does best so yeah that's basically it. Awesome. What, yeah. what, Go ahead, Brett. What class does your sister race? She races stock cars too, or do you guys share a car? Or No, we have two separate stock cars. Okay. You know, IMC originated here in Iowa, or close to me where I'm at. Yes. Good friend, Brett. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, you race, how, you race, how long have you raced stock cars? Two years? Two years, yeah. So the transition from the go-karts into the big cars and your mini mod, how hard was that transition? It wasn't too hard. Like I picked up the hobby stock pretty quick, actually. Um, it was, it was a lot 
it was very different, obviously. Um, the speed, the track, the competitors, all very different. But I picked it up fairly quick, so it wasn't too big of a difference. So That's awesome. Yeah. So do you race a series, um, or do you race at the same track every week? Um, no, I actually go to, so we have three different tracks in Colorado, actually more than that, but, uh, mainly what I stick with three different tracks in Colorado, one being my uncle's track in Fort Morgan. And, um, that is like once a month, my, my, the da, my dad's in El Paso County is like once a month as well, or twice a month. And then the polio so I'm traveling around Colorado. Hopefully this season it'll be more Nebraska, Kansas, some Wyoming maybe. Um, but no, I, I do a little bit of traveling around. Okay. And is that a series or you just kind of pick and choose where you want to go race? Um, so there is a series that I do follow. It's called the Cat Tour, the Colorado Alliance Tour. Um, and that part of my traveling around but some of it is pick and choose. Okay. Yeah. All right. Your turn, Brett. What? So what nights in Colorado um, do you guys race? Um, so every Saturday night and then once a month, once a month it's a Friday night. Okay. Um, yeah. let's, let's talk about some of your success stories. You, what do you got for success stories for us? Um, in my hobby stock, my first year in my hobby stock, which is 2019, I believe, um, I got a track championship and um, I got second in the state of Colorado. And then last season in my hobby or sorry, in my stock car, I got a um, second in the state, second in a track championship second in another track championship and then a top five in another track championship. So I, I can be very competitive state of Colorado. We're going to try to mix it up a little more and go out of state, see if I can do anything out of state and hopefully I can compete there as well. What's the competitor level like? Like how many cars do you race against on a normal night? On Average, it's about 12 to 15. It's it's okay. decent here in Colorado. We can go to Nebraska and it'd be a little bit more, probably like 15 to 20. But in Colorado, it's average 12 to 15. Yeah, but stock cars is a big, you know, that stock cars put on the best show and my and a lot of people's opinion, you know, especially around here, you know, we got Marshalltown, Iowa. They the announcers make that show even better, but uh we got the Murdy boys. I'm sure you probably heard of Dallin and Damon Murdy. Uh, yes, for sure. They're, so uh, I've raced against them guys too. And then, uh, you know, I see, I looked at your page a little bit, but I've seen your friends with Taylor Cool. Have you met Taylor? I have, yes. Yeah, she's pretty competitive around here too. She had bad luck last week, but. Yeah. She's, she's awesome. a very competitive driver for sure. Yeah. Yes, for sure. She is great at literally anything she gets. So. <laughs> well, and she also is a very is very good at her her brand and um, social media and getting her name out there. And so that you know that's all part of nowadays being a successful race car driver is not just what you do on the track, but it's how you help yourself through For social sure. media. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. So what's your car color and the car number and, and how did you choose a, that? So my car number is 73L. Uh, the number 73 has been in my generation for probably ooh, uh, four or five times maybe. So it's a generational number. And then I just added the L because of Laney. Um, mm -hmm. because obviously I'm racing with my sister some days, racing with my, my dad sometimes, you know? Yeah. So I wanted to add the L so people know it's Laney, not Peyton. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, 
Yeah, so I wanted to add that L, and then I love the colors blue, so I have different types of blue on my cars, whites, and then gold is my signature look. Okay, all right. Yeah. I like that. Gold for first class, right? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you have a most memorable moment um, in your racing career? You know, I, I know the championship was probably, probably a big moment. But yeah. what else might there be? Um, a big moment would probably have to be winning the track championship just because, like, my dad can get the grandstands full in Callahan. Like, it, just because it's so close to some big towns in Colorado, a lot of people go to that track just to watch and be in the grandstands. So that grandstands is full of people almost every race night. And so being a female and winning the track championship, winning that race that night and having all the fans in the stands was very, very cool. And it felt great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you're lucky um, when you say that, that, the, that it's full almost every night because a lot of racetracks are struggling. You know, I, yeah. I live in the Kalamazoo, Michigan area, and I know those tracks are struggling to get fans in the grandstand and it, it makes, I just don't understand it because honestly, there's not a lot of other things really competing with, with the racetrack. I mean, okay. The movie theater, if it's a hot night or something, but you know, overall there's not college sports going on or, or anything like that. And so um, what do you think the secret is to getting all those people into this, into the, you know, the grandstands on a race night. Yeah. My dad works his butt off just watching him at home. Like he works his tail off advertising on Facebook, all social medias and um, selling ads, working for radio ads. And he does so much, so much time and effort and money into advertising for that racetrack. And I think that the signature to, for a promoter to get uh, fans into the stands. Um, but really like his kind of signature was like about COVID like, Hey guys, if you want to get out uh, of your houses, cause you don't want to be in your house anymore, stuck with your family, like come out. And so that was like kind of his signature is like, Hey, get out of the house, like do something, you know what I mean? So, um, I don't know, but also with the towns around that track, it also pushed a lot because there's some big towns with a lot of population. So I don't know if it was the area or if it was the advertising, but he, he works his tail off advertising. Does he, yeah. does he, um, uh, do you guys have like where people can watch it on flow racing or anything? Yes. So we have a, our own channel that we, um, run, but it goes through IMCA TV. Okay, because I know sometimes, I think a lot of it around here, everybody can sit at home and watch the races instead of go to the racetrack. Yeah, and you know, it kind of makes sense because those tracks in Iowa, like granted there is a lot of tracks in Iowa, but there's not much population around them. So like, don't want to drive an hour to it or they don't, you know what I mean? So it's just easier to pop online and just watch it online, mm -hmm. which, yeah. Yeah, I, I've got... um seven tracks within an hour that I can go watch. So, uh, is but Columbus Junction, which is CJ Speedway, uh, has the best car count and the best um, bleacher, you know, seats that are filled because he's the highest paying track in Iowa for weekly payouts for drivers. So every driver wants to come race there because they can make 150 more dollars than they will at any other track paying throughout the field. So, like, that's a big thing, too. And then fan interaction is another huge – if you interact – if you don't interact with your fans, you're not making it fun for them. Right. So. For sure. Yeah. yeah. My also did a terrific job with interaction of the fans. We have multiple fan appreciation nights where we take their cars out to the front stretch and all the fans can come out to the front stretch and meet with us and talk to us and – uh, sign stuff for them, but we have multiple nights like that um, a season. So he does a, a great job interacting with fans as well. So, yeah, yeah. A, 
a lot of tracks uh, went away with doing, you know, the fan interaction like that. Like when I raced, I used to love fan nights, like come out on the front stretch, sign autographs for the little kids. And, um, but a lot of tracks are getting, uh, a lot of fans complain because the nights are too late. They want to be out of there by nine 30. So tracks quit doing that. Another thing that hurts tracks, I think is like, I don't know about your dad's tracks, but they went away with like the fans being able to go get their picture taken after a feature win. So like, yeah, like, and then the fans don't want to come no more because they don't get to go interact with their driver in that special moment. Yeah. 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 And you know, here's the thing that the tracks have to remember who's paying. Yeah. You know, who do you think pays that extra $150 to those drivers? So you've got, put those fans on i'm sorry first you know you've got to make sure that and even you know drivers walking through the stands or whatever it might be um you know those tracks are missing the boat because if you don't have those fans in the stands those are the tracks that are having financial problems those are the tracks that are going to close and so you know we kind of got off track here laney sorry but i know your dad's a promoter and, (laughs) and so i knew that we wanted to give him some some good words because I knew he was not just a promoter. He's a very successful promoter. Yes. So um, why don't you share, do you have any marketing partners that you'd like to share or give them a shout out? Yes. So my biggest one is probably Summit Automotive. And then I got Buckeye Welding. Um, I got Warrior Welding. Um, I got Aero Refrigeration. Um, obviously Hoosier, Nutrien, um, I'm definitely missing something, but those are the main ones for now. (laughs) Okay. Well, if you think of another one, just throw it in, you know, while we're talking. So what's your favorite thing about being a race car driver? I think my favorite thing is when I'm talking to females that are just fans and that are just talking to me and congratulating is their reaction from me racing with the men. Um, they think badass. They think it's awesome. Like, And it influences them to do something just as cool. I had this, uh, she was probably close to my age. I had this girl come up to me and she was like, I'm super interested in drag, but I don't know if I should do it. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to get involved. I just don't know what to do. And watching you tonight, like, pushed me and motivated me to just get it started. And I was like, dang, like, it almost put me in tears because of how much it meant to me. And putting a mark on other females, it it was very, very cool. Yeah, because um, one of the questions that I normally ask, and sometimes we get to it, sometimes we don't, is, you know, and you're young. So thinking about what your legacy might be someday when you get out of motorsports is probably something you've never thought of, but leaving a legacy for those behind you is important no matter what you do. And so you're already starting that at the age of 18. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Go ahead, Brett. You have any questions? I'm just looking through her pictures, what I can. Okay. (laughs) So, um, you know, what's what would you say has been your biggest obstacle? Has it been racing against the men? Is it something about your driving style? What has been your biggest obstacle um, in in racing? Um, I don't think it's the men that I race against because they actually really respect me. Um, I think it took a little minute for them to respect me, but once they figured out, okay, she can compete, she's a clean racer, she can stay up there, she can give me a challenge, I think that's when they were like, okay, I respect you, like, you you can race, you can wheel a car, um, so that really wasn't an issue or a problem, um, I just think it was really, like, me as a racer, and, like, traveling to different tracks the biggest obstacle is like me finding my setup in my cars and me trying to like find the right setup and I think that was the biggest issue and the 
the biggest obstacle. I I really don't think it was the people that I'm, I race against because they're all very respectful of me. And they I think they really like racing against me because um, I get guys full grown, full men coming up to me, shaking my hand most every night. So that's awesome. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I like that because, you know, <clears throat> If you, you know, I follow social media, I mean, I could, I could do it 24 seven um, and still not catch up with everybody. And, and the things that sometimes I see that men post, and it's probably men that have never driven a race car. And so they really don't have a clue what they're talking about. But, you know, those keyboard warriors that we have to put up with. And, and the fact that the men that you actually race with come up and shake your hand and have good things to say means more than anybody that posts anything on any kind of social media. And, and that's the, you know, that's true success, whether you win a race or not, if your competitors, if your fellow competitors feel good about racing against you and, and you're having fun, then I'd say you're very successful. And I, I love hearing that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're successful if you got haters too, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. So what is your goal for your racing career? You know, like I know you're 18. Um, let's talk a minute. Are you going to go on to college? What is your interest maybe outside of racing? And then what is your goal for inside of racing? Sure. So I am going to trade school in August to be a welder. I'm going to school to be a welder. Hopefully Great. a TIG, but we'll see where that turns out. Um, but I'm very interested in welding out of racing and out of school. And then for racing itself, I got into a late model this season. I'm just like seeing how it goes. And my dad got one, I got one. So we're just going to see how that goes and how that takes me. Um, but we're going to practice in that a little bit this season, try to do double duty a couple nights this season. Um, but hopefully I can do some big time late model racing and see what I can do there. That sounds awesome. So you just, you spoke a word that I have a heart for because my husband is a professional welder and has welded all his life and he's 68 years old and now he has his own kind of little part-time retirement business as a welder. But, you know, pretty much any bigger town or area that you go to, if you picked up the want ads, they're looking for welders because the trades are, you know, people just aren't doing that anymore. Yeah. And, and so having a really good trade like welding you probably will never want for a job. And, you know, um, that's great. I love, I love hearing that's what you're going to do. Yes. Yes, for sure. And you always need a welder there's no getting past that. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's funny because my husband fixes lawn furniture and lawn mowers and snow plows and, and uh, he's working on a food truck right now for a guy. So um, you just never know what you, what you might be working on when you're a welder. So that that's pretty exciting. You might be the next chassis builder. Hopefully. That would be <laughs> that's that it's, be uh, awesome. It's funny, you know, you're talking about late models because uh, I just went to uh, 34 Raceway as one of my local tracks and the Lucas Oil late models were there. Yeah. And I'm good friends with Garrett Albertson. Uh, met him a long time ago and became friends with him, went over and talked to him and we were talking about women. I'm like, where are all the girls at? Like there's 50 cars here and there's not one girl in a late model, like anywhere close. He said, dude, I travel the whole world and there's maybe three girls that I know that have raced that I've raced against. I said, so I, I told him, you know, we're, we're big wing car people like sprint cars. I said, yeah. I, I talked to Garrett and I'm like, maybe we need to look at getting out of the wing car and going late model racing because we need more girls in late models. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I can see Adriana driving a late model. I can just picture it. Yeah, I talked to you her know. about it today and she said, Dad, I really like having the wing. I'm like, well, just depends where life takes you because late models can right. make more success. So, yeah. yeah, you just never know. Yeah, that's exciting that you're going to branch out and 
and kind of get out of your comfort zone and try the late model. And, and, you know, like, like Brett said, there's times that, you, you know, he or I, or we go to a racetrack thinking we're going to see some women drivers and there's none. I mean, you know, I went to the world of outlaws race a few years ago down in Eldora and that weekend there was not out of all the cars that race, all the different kinds of cars and classes that race, not one woman. And I was like, why is there not a woman in the world of outlaws? You know, there has to be somebody that's going to be good enough to be there. She just hasn't shown her face yet. I don't know who she is, but you know, it's, it's frustrating because, um, you know, I'd like to see some women in those series for sure. Yeah. Um, not long ago, the Supercross was in town. Granted, I know it's very different motorsports, but yeah. just in town and we went and watched and I was like, why are there not any females? Like, <laughs> where are the girls? Why is there not any females in these divisions? And yeah. granted, I hard on your body, but still, like, maybe in the 250s, still, like, I don't know. It was, it was weird. I was like, there's got to be some girl that is good enough to um, but going apart from that, I went to the Chili Boy last year and seeing Kaylee Bryson get in the A main and just traveling up yeah. to the, to the, I think it was top 10. That was freaking awesome. And it was just like such a good, like women empowerment moment. I was like, heck yeah. <laughs> Proud. There were, there were quite a number of girls at the Chili yeah. Bowl. I wasn't there, but I was following it. I know Brett follows it as well. And uh, I know Taylor was there. And so, you know, we do have hope. That's the thing. We have hope (laughs) for somebody, you know, to, to show her face and really be up there. You know, um, Haley Deegan gets um, pressed because of NASCAR, but there's a lot of other um, classes and, and places where women can get their names known in racing. They just, we just have to encourage them and, do things like this podcast where we get their name out there and, and, you know, promote them and, and everything, because we want them to do um, some of those, give those guys some good racing, you know, and, and what is it we say, Brett, making boys cry. Yep. Hashtag making boys cry. So, so yeah. Well, we have it right. I'll just show you real quick. We have it on the back yeah. of the wing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so- yeah. So hashtag making boys cry. So you put that on your, when you're, um, when you're doing your social media. Yeah. Um, so have there been, do you think there's any maybe unexpected benefits or challenges to being a girl in motorsports? Um, I mean, it- always going to be challenging just being not only a female but being a young female you're going to have people that look down on you you're going to have a lot of people watching you and when a lot of people are watching you your expectations for yourself are going to be up here Mm -hmm. even without like a crappy night and you're going to get hard on yourself that's my biggest problem I think is when I feel like I have a lot of eyes on me my expectations are far too high for myself and so I get really down on myself and I talk bad about myself all the time because I feel like I needed to be better that night for someone watching in the stands you know what I mean so that's probably so how do you how do you handle a bad night then Um, what do you do a lot of tears I get over it but there's some times where I'll just break down and cry. And I was like, I do get really hard on myself and I just end up crying, I think. (laughs) So I take it out on my family or friends because they are all so, so supportive. And my team is so, so supportive, but I think I take a lot out on myself most of all. And I just try not to take it to heart. I just try not to take it too seriously. And I, eventually get over it <laughs> that's good that's it's good a, you I, you know i have a my daughter's 17 so um when she comes off the track she'll have the best second place finish she's you know the best race she's ever ran and we'll be high five and let everybody 
she'll pull in and she'll be upset with herself and just walk to the trailer and like just got to let her go calm down and then she comes back and talks about it and everything's good but she what you said is like hit the nail on the head because mm-hmm. like you like you guys do have a lot of eyes on you and she always tells me yeah. she feels more pressured than she should and so yeah. like kudos to you to you girls out there that definitely you know you guys have a lot more weight on you than the guys do for sure yeah it i can just like feel the eyes on me <laughs> it's crazy yeah. but it's definitely yeah. more than most of the men sure yeah well you're the minority for one thing you know and so um the little girls and maybe even the little boys in the stands you know people are watching you know there's 10 guys okay there's 10 guys let's watch the girl let's see how the girl does and then you know you win the championship and uh gosh that kind of shows them that it doesn't matter if you're a girl or a boy that you could you can accomplish great things on the racetrack if you put your mind to it, for sure. Yes. So do you think you're a role model for younger drivers or do you have anybody that looks up to you or that you mentor um, in the racing against you? Um. Well, I sure hope so, but um, there's like little kids that always up to me, not always the same little kids, but um, during like the fan appreciation night, always a little coming up and congratulating saying how cool it is and stuff like that yeah yeah and and you know sometimes i think brett we know this is true we don't know the influence that we have on people um and we may never know a lot of times you're making an impact and somebody's watching you that you have no clue they are and it just happened that one girl came up and talked to you, but how many others are there that haven't? Right. Yeah. Like we get, a, I get a lot of uh, messages on Facebook from people and uh, like saying how big of a role model Adriana is to, to their kids. And, you know, and you, Melinda, you see it on our social media, how Adriana is always like, we're surrounded by kids nonstop. Yeah. Um, just last last Friday, Adriana, my Adriana's pretty shy, and she yeah. went up to the announcer stand and grabbed the microphone during intermission and said, "Hey, any little kids want to come dance with me? Come out on the front stretch." So they played songs and they danced and for 20 minutes. So she had 10 kids out there dancing. That's the kind of stuff that the racing needs. I'm Kerry Rouse, host of the Driven to Compete podcast. Driven to Compete is an automotive racing community of individuals who share an insatiable hunger for competition, camaraderie, and personal growth. Each week, I interview kick-ass members of the racing community to learn more about their competitive drive and share their stories as a form of inspiration for our community. Learn more at driventocompete.com. You can hear the latest episodes of Driven to Compete right here on the Racing Wire Podcast Network. Yes. Yeah, and it's the kind of thing that makes it fun. And so those little kids, the next time it's time for the racing, are going to be, let's go to the races. I had so much fun at the races. I want to go back to the races. Yep. Um, those are the kind of things it's, it's fan interaction. It's driver interaction. You're doing something unexpected and fun. Um, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you want those, you know, those people want to come back. And so that that's what more drivers need to do too. They need to get out there and, you know, hand out stuff, walk through the stands, you know, offer to give a piece of sheet metal away that's crumpled up or whatever. Kids would love that. Or there's adults that would love it. Tell yeah, you the truth. Yeah. There's a lot of drivers that aren't in it to be professional though, so they don't care. Like they don't care what the yeah. racing world is. If it goes away, then they don't it's right. you know, less money they have to spend is the way they see it. So like yeah. the ones that really care, they're gonna be the ones that are gonna do stuff for the fans. Well, yes. and I think sometimes they have to be shown or given those ideas. Some people can't think that on their own 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Some people are better at thinking about those things. Like Brett and I are both those people. We think about, oh, hey, why would they do this or that? And yet, and there's some drivers who would do it if they thought of it, but they don't always think about what they can do. And so we we have to also, you know, like encourage drivers to get out of their comfort zone a little bit, get out of the car and interact with the people in the grandstand. Yeah. And that would go very far for the racetrack and themselves for sure. Yeah. So um, let's talk about social media a minute. And then I've got some quick answers I want from you, but how do you use social media? What platforms are you on and how can they find you if they want to follow what you're doing? So on Facebook, you can follow me um, on at Bellum Racing. And then okay, I'm, Lainey, you broke up a little bit. So will you say that again? Sure. So on, on Bellum Racing. And then on Facebook, you can follow me at Lainey Bellum. Okay. And it's B-E-L-L-M. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to spell it with another E in there. B-E-L-L-E-M. And that is not going to work. You are not going to find her. So it's no. Lainey, L-A-Y-N-E, Bellum, B-E-L-L-M. So that's yes. how you're going to find your own social media. So you, you 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 use your personal page as you're racing? Yes. Unfortunately, okay. I don't one for the racing account yet. Okay. All right. And, and so how do you use it to promote yourself? Do you put, I'm going to be at a certain track or I'm, I, this is how we finished. How do you use social media to get your name out there? I mainly do on my finishes. So, hey guys, I finished up the weekend at this track and finished this and in the heat race and this. Okay. All right. Yeah. Brett, do you have any other questions for her before we do the quick answers and find out all her favorites? No, just talking about social media, you know, we, I mentioned Taylor cool earlier because she's like her social media platform took off like from 2000 to 10,000 in a matter of a year. So like, if you want to grow in the racing world, just follow what Taylor's doing and Haley Deegan and just like interact with your people on social media. That's, that's how you're going to, mm -hmm. like, we're starting to do it too. So yeah. I just want to help you grow, you know, like, I don't know if you follow her, how, how much you watch her, but she does the YouTube channel now. And so just, if you want to grow a social media, every driver, we have pretty big name drivers we talked to and they said social media is what we need to focus on. Right. Right. Great. Thank you. So now we're going to find out some really fun things about you. These are my quick answer questions, and it's all about your favorites. Okay. So just quick answers. What first comes to your mind? So here we go. What is your favorite food or restaurant? Oh, definitely Italian food. Okay. Far. All right. What's your favorite racetrack food? Ooh, um, probably chili fries. <laughs> okay. You already told us your favorite color is blue. Yes. What's your favorite animal? I thought of a horse. I don't know okay. why, but horse. <laughs> What's your favorite place that you've either gone to or you would like to go to for vacation? Mm, Hawaii or the Bahamas? Oh, yeah, I'm with you there, girl. That sounds fun. Favorite candy or snack? Um, Favorite candy is Kit Kats. Okay. How about <laughs> a favorite racetrack? Um, one that I've raced at would probably be A's or Holyoke. Okay. And do you have a track you'd like to go to? Um, that would have probably been I-80, but unfortunately, they earned that one to the... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. How about a favorite movie actor or actress? Um, hmm. Channing Tatum. You can Tatum. pass if you don't think of anybody. She said Channing Tatum. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Brett's like, what? <laughs> I know who How Channing Tatum is. I have a daughter, you know. Okay, that's true. How about a favorite musician or song or like what kind of music do you listen to? 
I'm really into Zach Bryan. Like okay. Most. <laughs> like most girls. Do you have a favorite sports team outside of racing? Um, It's probably hockey, probably avalanches. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you have a favorite professional race car driver? Um, I'd probably say Larson. Kyle oh, yeah. Larson. How can you not <laughs> like Kyle Larson? Exactly. Um, favorite holiday? Christmas. Favorite TV or streaming show that you watch? Hmm. I like the Sopranos. I don't know if you guys watch the HBO, but I like Sopranos. Oh, yeah. Sopranos, I know yeah. what the Sopranos are. Yeah, yes. For sure. And as a kid, what was your favorite toy? Cars or dolls? Cars, for sure. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> That's everything I have, unless, unless, Brett, you have another question. Or, Lainey, maybe there's something we haven't asked you about that we should have. So... Did we leave anything out from your story? Or Brett, do you have any more questions for her? Uh, Lainey, I just want to know if you plan on racing the IMCA Super Nationals ever. So, okay. Um, my sister and her boyfriend, who is Trip Gaylord, um, they are actually moving to Iowa, like, this week. So they got a house in Linville, Iowa. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's about an hour east of Des Moines. Um, and he's actually working for a Vanderbilt chassis. I don't know if you are familiar yep. with Zach Vanderbilt, but he trip is now working for Vanderbilt. So they got a house in Linville and I am going to be visiting them quite a bit. And hopefully we can go out to the nationals when we visit them. Yeah, just haul awesome. your car. You might as well make it a vacation. For sure. There you go. Well, yeah. so now, you know, you're going to be in the great Hawkeye State of Iowa. Um, and so you will you be racing out there, Van, this summer or just you're just going out there to visit? So I'll probably race a couple of times. Hopefully we can get our cars out there when we go to visit. But my sister will be out there racing with Trip. Okay, awesome. So, Brett, you know, may run across paths there with you guys at some point. So, that would be awesome. Yeah, um, I'm guessing Linville, if it's east of Des Moines, that you know, I, I live two hours east of Des Moines. So, Linville is going to be in, in between there. So, halfway in between. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, Lainey, I've really enjoyed meeting you in person. I appreciate that your dad uh, connected us so that you could be on the show. Um, do you have any final words or anything that you want to share with us before we let you go? I just want to say thank you to you guys and letting me get on your little show and be a part of it and get my name out there a little bit. I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. We love having new girls on the show or girls, excuse me, meeting new girls. And so Brett, what do we always tell the guests on our show? Yeah. So, uh, you know, once once we meet somebody or have somebody on our show, we get to know them pretty well, obviously, because we have a lot of questions. So um, and we're both very loving people. So uh, we like to make our family big. So what we like to do is, you know, now you're a part of our family. So uh, anytime you need us, we're here for you. You know, questions. Any, I added you on Facebook. if You want to add me back? Um, so any questions you have, you can always ask. I'm always there to answer. Um, so, but we, I just wanted to say welcome to the family, the women's motorsport network family. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. And you know, the other thing you want to do is when you're racing, uh, and you're posting on, on Facebook, you want to tag hashtag women's motorsports network. That way I'm going to more easily find like when you win and, and your results and whatever, how it goes. Um, so make sure you tag us on Facebook and that way we can keep track of you easier than uh, because we're, we're getting a lot of, <laughs> of action on our Facebook page. So tag us for sure. And Lainey, I just want to wish you the best of luck this summer. Hopefully at some point our paths cross so that I actually can watch you race in person. And, you know, maybe it'll be in that late model somewhere that I'll get to see you race. Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, don't right. don't be afraid to um if, if you share your dad's racing page post, you you can tag the Women's Motorsport Network because without your dad's success, that's what helps get you in racing. So, you know, right. 
and we like we like racetracks to be shared. We have people all over the world that watch. So yeah, yeah. All right, awesome. Well, lady, you have a good week ahead, and congratulations on graduation. That was the picture I had on the post that I made was your family, and you were the one in the cap and gown. So congratulations on that, and we'll be following what's happening with Lady Bellum this summer. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you guys, too. Bye, Take care. Lady. So, Brett, I just, you know, I, I've been in Arizona, and I sent out a couple posts. You know, I'm always looking for young gals or old gals or any kind of gals to interview for the magazine or the podcast. And I just did that a few days ago. And I have not non-stop to my Facebook and email. Non-stop. I I I haven't I can't even tell you. There's got I had to have added over a hundred names to my That's list. awesome. I have almost eight thousand names of women in motorsports that I don't have their email addresses for. I only have a name and maybe a note, junior dragster or the you know mom of yep. two girls who race whatever and dang i just i i'm gonna have to figure out a way to get those emails because well, i want to connect with all those women yeah for sure it's just uh it's, you know we can talk about it after but send me the send me the uh list you have and yeah. we can go we can just split it and just go through social media and get yeah information it's just, but, uh, there are so many that want to be heard and they want to tell their story and we want to hear their story and so, you know, that's, that's just, I, I just, I'm overwhelmed in a good way. That yeah, for that. sure. Yeah. That's, for that's sure. awesome. Like we're definitely, uh, I mean, we're growing as a team. You, yeah. you do most of, you do most of the work, but we're definitely yeah. growing. You have a full-time job, so that's okay. <laughs> but Brett, let's start with, well, I made a, I made a very cool graphic and it's going to post every Sunday. Yep about um success sunday and so what we want are those girls out there women and it doesn't have to be a win it's just success you know i race i raced better than i've raced before or whatever yeah. it might be okay so let's start with adriana she raced over the weekend we're going to start with her then i have some that i've saved and then maybe you have too so let's let's give our shout outs for success sunday all right, so um, I didn't get to get on the show last week, so I'm going to give a double dip here. But Absolutely. Um, last week, um, we went to Viola again. Uh, that was our second trip there. And Adriana picked up another feature win, swept the weekend, um, or swept the night, I should say. And then uh, this past Friday, we were getting ready to leave, and Adriana said she wasn't feeling good, and she wasn't ready to race. So we were going to sit it out. And then I pretty much – I was bummed out, but – we decided she came down at like four o'clock and it's a two hour drive. And she said, dad, let's go. I'll get over it. So we went first time at English Creek with the new motor. She started ninth and uh, finished fifth in the feature. So, and it was a race of attrition. You had to, the 23 cars started and eight finished. Wow. So she had to avoid some wrecks and compete with the best of the in the business at that track so yeah I, we're happy with where we finished it's you know new motor then and we're, we know what we have compared to them other guys so it's a success in our eyes yeah absolutely absolutely and she looks good in that race suit too that's a she nice does. looking race suit that she wears it is and uh, um i'm actually getting ready to launch being, I'm going to be even busier. I'm getting ready to launch yeah. as a rep for Highline Racewear. We're getting ready to launch. Right. So anybody, I mean, they make quality, quality suits. You can look at, yeah, look back there. And we, we just think the world of that company and we're happy to promote them on our podcast and we're going to be promoting them in the magazine and that because it's somebody we believe in and we only work with people we believe in. We're not going to advertise for somebody that we don't use or like ourselves. hundred so. percent. So if you're, if you're in the market for a suit, I am going, I am the rep. So you can message me right. and I'll get you a link and we got it all on Shopify. You can, 
everything's there and the company is based in Australia, but we are set up to be speedy now. And, um, like we will get your matter. suit. Yeah. We, yeah. And it's good, high quality suits for half the cost that you're going to pay for a custom yeah. suit anywhere else in the United States. Yeah. So it's funny, you know, Australia. So I use Printify a lot, which is a, um, print on demand company so I can upload my design and, and, you know, order it and whatever. And so there's a lot of companies on there from Australia and they have just as good a shipping times as the sometimes better than the U S companies. So don't let that deter you because that, that, that should not deter you of where that's coming from. It's, it's a good company to be a, affiliated with. For I sure. mean, any, any custom suits going to take six weeks at least, you know, sure. to get, to get your your yeah. design done and your suit and come that's what we're looking at is six you know yeah. six to eight weeks for for lead time right now until right. but if somebody needs one quicker we'll definitely uh, expedite so yeah okay so I'm gonna go through the things that I've saved and I you know I have a handful I don't know if you had a chance I know you had a busy day today but um, the first one I'm gonna mention is Catherine Leg and I've met Catherine a couple of times and she was on my my show, my podcast, gosh, probably three years ago, if not more, she qualified for the NTT IndyCar uh, Indy 500. And so I was actually gifted two tickets to the Indy 500. And um, I'm working on getting my media passes for that week for just, just Sunday. I'm just going down and coming home on Sunday. But um, I was so excited to see that because you know, it's somebody I know, I've met her, and I'm just tickled to death that she um, is able to be in the Indy 500. I'll be cheering for her for sure. Um, the other one, another one I have is Tony Bridinger. Tony races in the ARCA series. I met Tony, gosh, another, again, probably four or five years ago. Uh, she was hanging out with Natalie Decker in Chicago at the NASCAR race, and I didn't know who she was. And and she and I just started talking and then she told me who she was and she raced a couple races that year, not a lot. But since then we've stayed in, stayed in contact, we've stayed friends. And so I just wanted to share with her, she just got a new sponsor, Raising Cane's Chicken. Now, I don't know if you have those in Iowa. Um, we don't have those in Kalamazoo or- We've got very few. Yeah. I think they're probably coming this way. They have to compete with Chick-fil-A, obviously, but they have one just down the street here from where my daughter lives. And it definitely, um, if you're a Chick-fil-A fan, you should definitely try out Raising Cane's Chicken because it's it's very good. So I want to give her a shout out because you know what? It's hard to get sponsors. Yes, it and is. I, I wanted to give her a shout out. So, uh, Brett, do you know a little girl named Paisley West? Yes. Yep. Paisley races at um, English Creek where you guys race. And so um, 24 carts signed in in her class. She was in the R box class. Um, she didn't do qualifying, but she started eighth in her heat and finished fifth. And in the B feature, the top two transferred. She started third and she finished second. So she transferred. And then the A feature, she started 14th and finished 11th. And her mom posted, you know, she had um, some gremlins. A spark plug was was um, not working right. And so, she, you know, but anyway, we have met Paisley and she's the cutest little thing. And I love watching her successes in racing. So I wanted to reach out to her. Uh, Rowan Edgar is one of the gals that follows us. And she said a big shout out to Addison King for picking up her first feature win and then later that day backing it up with her second feature win. Wow. So Addison King, kudos to you, girl. Two wins in one day. And Rowan, thank you for sharing that so we could uh, share that on our show tonight. Um, Ella Fifield, um, they, they thought they weren't going to get to race because of the weather. Don't we all understand that? But she ended up, uh, they ended up being able to race and she ended up winning her race and she drives a mini wedge. So that was cool that she won that race. Emma Britt, Emma Britt Racing, what a night. 
They rushed from graduation, from Caitlin's graduation, straight to the track, made it just in time for a few laps of practice, qualified second in the first race, took home the win with a three-wide pass, after a three-wide pass. That sounds kind of crazy to me, a three-wide pass. <laughs> the second feature, she started third because of the invert and was able to take home her second win of the night. So now we've got two girls who each won two races, in addition to Adriana did that a couple weeks ago. So um, awesome, awesome job, Emma Britt, Emma Britt Racing, if you want to follow her on social media. And so um, I've had people reach out and ask me if I do stories about girls that race dirt bikes. Oh, yes. If it has a motor and it races, uh, we do. So I just I had a question about that. So um, and then you told us about Adriana. I had that saved from um, social media. So Katie Hedinger, Katie's one of my favorite girls to talk to, to interview. She's so fun. Uh, she lives in Michigan. You know, I've met her a few times. And so she is doing really, really well. She raced at North Wilkesboro. That's really, if you aren't following what's happening at North Wilkesboro, you must be under a rock. So uh, <laughs> she raced there on, I believe it was Wednesday night, and she finished fifth, which is amazing. There were some really big names racing at North Wilkesboro yep. against her. Yeah. Um, let's see. This is Abby Gunter. We know Abby Gunter, don't we, Brett? We do. Yeah. So she had a busy racing week. Practice on Monday went Monday went very well. And then she had an okay race day on Wednesday, qualified eighth, got third in the heat, got fifth in the feature. She says she's getting better every race and will be battling for wins very soon. And we know we know she's gonna win a race here soon. And Abby's uh, on a uh, Abby's on a smaller motor right now while there's in the shop. Okay. All right. So she, you know, she's just plugging away though. And the thing I like about it, she posts about what she's doing and she tags us. So it's easy for me to find her and follow her. So make sure that you tag hashtag women's motorsports network tag us for sure. Um, and I mentioned, you know, um, Ella Fifield, um, she also uh, got a little vote for the best looking mini wedge that night. And she ran P3 in the heat, which I forgot to mention, but that was her first ever feature win. So that's such a big deal. She's going to remember that forever, I know for sure. Um, Briley Kilmer. We love Briley Kilmer, too. So she was at 81 Raceway, non-wing heat. She went from fourth to first, of course, a win. She <laughs> wins all the time. If she didn't win, I'd be shocked. The 250 heat from second place to first place, a win. And then um, it says... OI heat. I'm not sure what that is, Brett. Open intermediate. Open intermediate heat. She went from third to second. So she lets she had to let somebody else win, you know, <laughs> you know, because we don't want all those haters. So uh non-wing feature. These are the features. Non-wing feature. She started first, got the win. 250 feature, started in first, got the win. Um, OI P3 was running third and took a tumble, which ended the night. Yeah. So um, two out of three is not bad. She had two wins and one uh, not finished. So those are the ones that I had saved for tonight. If I see any more come through, you know, we'll share them. We always share stuff on our page that we um, are made, you know, they make sure we know about them. We're happy to share them. So do you have anything you want to share, Brett? Yeah, I just have one, but uh, you know, I want to kind of copy what you said. If, we don't want to leave anybody out. So no. And and we have so many people on that we have to, you know, we can scan through Facebook all day and we're gonna not get through it. So I did. Like, <laughs> yeah. So we, we need we need hashtags, you know, tag us in your post, tag us, you know, it's a lot easier to go on the success Sunday now, you know, when we share yeah. it. And that way we have it all in one spot. But right. you can any way you want to get your uh your name to us and tell us what you race and tell us, you know, how you did, we will share it. If you tell us like, right. we just, we, we don't have the time, you know, we do this voluntarily. So we yeah. don't have the time to go to scan Facebook 24 seven as a job. We need your help as well. So mm -hmm. you help us, we'll help you. That's, that's, but my one shout out is 
for a pretty badass uh, girl that we've had on this show, Jade Avedizian. Oh, um, my gosh. She is the first ever woman to lead a USAC Midgets points right now. So yes. she is um, leading by three points, but leading right. is leading. So. And she was on our show not that many weeks ago. Um, maybe I'll repost that link so people can listen, uh, you know, with that, because um, she's amazing. And there, she's not the only one. There's a lot of them that are amazing. But Jade, Jade's doing really, really well. I got a special guest here right now. Oh, let me see who it is. Oh, there's pretty Adriana. So Adriana reached out to me today and I saw you called me. I just didn't have a chance to call you back, but I got your message. So she has five young women who want to be on the show. Yay. We love when women reach out to us and want to either be on this show or on our podcast, or they want to be featured in the magazine or all of the above. Right. And so Adriana is an ambassador for Women's Motorsports Network. And when they see us talk about her uh, on our show, yes, her dad's on the show, but we talk about her when he's not on the show, you know, then that's what we want to, we want to share what you're doing too. So if you are a race car driver or a mechanic or whatever you are in the world of motorsports, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be the driver. You can just be involved in motorsports. We want to tell your story. And so Adriana's found five young women who want to be on the show. We're going to get them on and we'll do that real soon. And then um, Adriana, how's racing going this year? Um, pretty good so far. We got a couple of wins um, in Viola, which is, I mean, it's competition, but there's not much competition. Um, but in English Creek, we play six um, out of 23. I mean, basically, it was just like a save yourself, don't wreck into people type of deal because yeah. there were so many carts. Sure. Um, but the start of the like season was all motor problems. Um, but we got a new motor, and everything's been pretty good since. So Yeah. So, you know, my granddaughter races, Madison, and they haven't hardly got to race because of the weather. And so she was racing Kalamazoo on Friday night. And, my, you know, I follow my race pass when I can't be there because mm -hmm. I'm in Arizona and she's in Kalamazoo. So I followed my race pass and then I texted my daughter and said, what's going on with Maddie? And Maddie had the pole and the motor blue. And so oh, that sucks. Yeah. Really big time. So, um, you know, we'll, they got another motor, but they couldn't get it in in time for yes. Last night's race at Springport because everybody was working and they just, nobody, they just couldn't do it. And so next weekend, you know, we'll try it again, but um, she just has the worst darn luck because she's got a great looking car. She's got a great car and whatever happened, I don't know. You, you guys know you have do the best you can and, and then something happens to your motor. It's out of your control. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So great. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna let you go because we our hours our hours passed anyway, Brett. But um, I'm gonna. Yeah. I was just telling my son to turn his truck off. Oh yeah. So Adriana, um, I'm so glad to see you. So glad she, to see you. I'm so glad to see you. I love I'm you guys. You You're too. part of my family. Um, so anytime you want to get on with your dad, it just makes the view a little a little <laughs> prettier to look at, you know. But um, um with. <laughs> With all those girls that are wanting to hop on, they all wanted me to be in it. They asked for me to be in it just so that they're more comfortable because they don't know anybody else. So Absolutely. I'm, I'm working with Adriana to co-host co with you on the nights that I can't. So. Okay. That'd be awesome. Would love for you to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I also want to give a shout out to Chatty Maddie. You remember Chatty Maddie? Yep. She on our first show. And so she's uh, doing a YouTube show and things now. And she's moved over and she's using Streamyard like we are for our shows and um and so yeah she also offered adriana when you guys are racing and can't do it that you know she might be able to help us out so that takes some pressure off yeah for you sure I know when you get home at 2 15 in the morning on saturday night <laughs> you know 
seven o'clock on Sunday, you're ready for bed instead of doing this show. So I get it. <laughs> I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. When, when I can do it, I enjoy doing it. So I know you do. And I, I, I appreciate having you on. It, it makes it easier for me too. So um, I don't have anything else to share next Saturday or next Sunday. I'll be back in Michigan sitting in my office and, um, and Brett, who knows where you'll be probably in Iowa, but you know, you're all over the place. And then, uh, I can't remember who the guest is, but coming up, um, last week, Hannah Rickards had some Facebook issues. She couldn't get on. We've rescheduled her and we've got some great guests scheduled for the month of June. So I want, hopefully everybody, um, tunes in and, and if you're listening to this after it's recorded, please share it. We'd love for you to share our show. All right. Well, it was good talking to you. Uh, good to see you, honey. Love you. Love you. Yeah. So I have uh, Emily Lowry wanting to get on the show too. So um, she's okay. a, she's an outlaw cart racer. Same thing Adriana does. Um, all right. She's, she's the one that I mention all the time when that she don't put up with the boys crap and she's drug them out of their cart before. So <laughs> Yeah, let's have her on. That's not, she sounds like an entertaining interview. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. for sure. So. All right. Well, everybody have a good week. Uh, we'll see you next Sunday and watch for the post that tells you who our guest's going to be. And, um, you know, we're in a thicker racing right now. So um, send us names of people if you know anybody that wants to be in the magazine, on the podcast, on this show. And we'll do the best we can to, to get everybody's information out there. So, um I'm just going to say good night, Brett. Have a good week, and we'll talk again soon. Don't forget the hashtag Women's Motorsports Network. Absolutely. All right. Talk to you soon. Good night. Goodbye.